in my country and just to see him for the first time today um, I can't even begin to tell you what that did to me in my spirit because all of us can trace our spiritual birth back to these men of God that took the gospel when T.L. Osborne came to the country took it and if you know Nigeria and how occultic they were back then these men took a stand for the Lord and just a few of them changed the whole country changed the spiritual atmosphere of my country so it's such an honor to have him here with us such an honor Bishop Odiete has uh, his church is called the ministry is called the Christ Peculiar Church and they really are peculiar they, they know the gospel, take the word, and, and just live the word. So it's such an honor. I call him daddy. such an honor to have you here. And to personally thank you for all you did. All the way from Idahosa, my spiritual father, Omobude, yourself, for taking that gospel and just running with it, despite the threats to your life, all the juju stuff, all the occultic stuff to take your life. Here you are today, and it's an honor, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please give the First Lady a round of applause. I must say that uh, I told her she's unique and special. By the grace of God, I've not been the gospel for too long, just about 46 years. And uh, there are a lot of first ladies, they don't behave like her. She personally came to pick me up today from Sugar Land or so, I don't know, in Houston. It's a long way. And I must say, she's an embodiment of humility. Give her more hand, please. <laughs> the instrumentalists that are here, you shouldn't go. The drummer, the bassist, the keyboardist, where are they? Please bring them back. <laughs> they are wonderful. 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 You know what? When we get to heaven, we're not going to bind and lose. We're going to worship the great king. And so, please, bring them back here. Give them a hand, please. Give them a hand, please. Where is the drama? Yes, give them a hand. Where's the drama here? The drama, that's it. Good, good, good. You know, I tell people, I say, when we get to heaven, the only ministry that will last is music. The Bible says that the Lord inhabits the praise of his people. And so, I love singing. And by the grace of God, I've had four LPs in the past, many years ago. And I love singing. And most of my songs, they're my composition. I'm going to teach you maybe one or two songs this morning. Add that to what you've learned already. Live is about learning. We learn every day. Each day we learn. All right. Sister, what is your name again? Amy. Amy? Mm -hmm. I remember I was here last year, mm -hmm. and uh, Pastor Goodluck introduced you to me. I came here. He brought me here to this church, and this is my second time of coming here. Mm -hmm. 
You are the music director or leader? Wonderful. You are wonderful. Thank you. Let me teach you one of my songs that says, Holy Spirit. Jesus told us we need the Holy Spirit to function. Without the Holy Spirit, you are nothing. And it says in Acts chapter number 1, verse 8, it says, You shall receive power. After that, the Holy Spirit has come upon you. You shall become witnesses unto me. And so one of my songs says, Holy Spirit. Somebody say, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Say, Holy Spirit. Now, it said, I trust in you. I depend on you. You are my teacher. You are my helper. Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I trust in you, I depend on you, you are my teacher and my helper, Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I trust in you. I trust in you. I depend on you. I depend on you. You are my teacher. You are my teacher and my helper and my helper. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God. It's a beautiful song. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I trust in you. I trust in you. I depend. I depend on you. You are my teacher. You are my teacher and my helper and my helper. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. I trust in you, I depend on you, you are my teacher, you are my teacher, and my helper, and my helper, Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God. You can add that to the one you know. Sing it to him. Let me teach you one of my new songs too also. It says, Holding On. Somebody say, Holding On. 
Somebody say holding on. Somebody say prayerfully. Faithfully. Every day. Holding on. Holding on. Prayerfully. Faithfully. Every day. I know everything is going to be all right. I know everything is going to be well with me. Holding on, holding on, prayerfully, faithfully, every day. Holding on, holding on. Holding on, holding on, prayerfully, faithfully, every day. I know, I know, everything's gonna be alright. I know, everything's gonna be well with me. Come on out. I know, everything's gonna be alright. I know everything's gonna be well with me. Holding on, oh, I am holding on, holding on. Prayerfully, faithfully, every day. Holding on, oh, I am holding on, holding on. Prayerfully, faithfully. Every day, I know, I know, everything's gonna be alright. You believe that? Come on up. I know, everything's gonna be well with me. I know, I know, everything's gonna be alright. I know, everything's gonna be well with me. Hallelujah. Amen. You guys are wonderful. Give them a hand, please. Come on out. All right. Don't go yet. Don't go yet. Don't go yet. Let me sing one song. You may learn it too. It's one of my new songs too. You are the Lord. You will never fail. You are the king. You will never change. You are the Lord. You will never change. You are the same yesterday. And today, forevermore, you are the Lord, you will never change, you are the King, you will never fail. You are the Lord, you will never change, 
You are the same yesterday and today forevermore. No, no, you never change. No, no, you never fail. No, no, you never change. You were the same yesterday and today, forevermore. Oh, no, 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 you never change. No, no, you never fail. No, no, you never change. You are the same yesterday and today forevermore. It says you got to get a key. Give me a key then. Give me a key. Or you need it higher. All right, give me another key. You are the Lord. You are the Lord. You are the Lord. You are the Lord. You will never change. Change. You are the King. You never fail. You are the Lord. You never change. You are the same yesterday and today forevermore. God bless you. Give them a hand, please. All right. Amen. All right, all right, all right. You're wonderful. Thank you for that. God bless you. Give them a hand, please. You can go back to your seat. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Well, I bring you greetings all the way from the United States of Nigeria. Back home, we have 36 states. Outside that, we have hundreds of tribes and dialects and culture. Therefore, I call it United States of Nigeria because we are indeed united. I know you folks have um, 50 states here, but we have more than that. But thank God we are united and we are one. And I also bring greetings from my beautiful wife. I call her fine girl. She is doing well. We've been together for about 40 years now, and God is faithful. He has kept us together. And she's a lovely, wonderful, sweet, good, elegant, great woman of God. This morning, by the grace of God, I would like to share with you briefly what I call the freedom giver. That is the theme of my message. And I'm taking my text from Luke chapter number 13, verse number 11 through 17. Luke, the gospel according to Dr. Luke, chapter number 11, 13, verse 11 through 17. Luke 11, Luke 13. 
Luke chapter number 13, verse number 11 through 17. Luke 13. Verse number 11, where's the first word there? Where's the first word? And, all right. And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years, and was bowed together and could no wise lift up herself. Number 12. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto her, Woman, thou art loose from thy infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. And the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation, because that Jesus had healed on the Sabbath day, and said unto the people, There are six days in which men ought to, be, to work, in them therefore come and be healed, and not on the Sabbath day. The Lord then answered him and said, Thou hypocrite, doth not each one of you on the Sabbath lose his ox or his ass from the shawls, from the stall, and lead them away to watering? Number 16. And ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan had bound, lo, these eighteen years be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day? Verse number 17, the last verse. And when he had said these things, all his adversaries were ashamed. And all the people rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him. Lord, we thank you for your word. Anoint these lips of clay that your word will bless, edify, bring healings, salvation, freedom to these ones. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. And the church has said, I said I'm sharing with all what I call the freedom giver. Where we read from, Jesus Christ found this woman for 18 years. We weren't told the background of this woman. Maybe she had a husband. Maybe she had children, has a family. But now she has been abandoned. For 18 years, the enemy afflicted her that she couldn't stand straight. She was bent. In this position. What a terrible position to be in for 18 years. 18 years. When the first lady was talking here later on before she left the podium, she said, there's a brother who is on a life support. Awful time we take for granted when we are healthy, when we live in health. You don't know what it is. To have pain, to be in a condition for 18 years, and she couldn't walk straight. Maybe she would be a woman of about six feet tall, but now she bends this way and goes like this. Good morning, mama. Say, how are you doing, brother? You know, in that position, it's a terrible position to be for 18 years. But thank God, on that Sabbath day, like today, this Sunday morning, Jesus was present. Just as he's present here today. I don't know what kind of condition you find yourself, but Jesus Christ is passing your way today. To give you freedom, to give you life, to give you hope, and to give you assurance. Freedom 
is your inalienable right. Non-negotiable. But freedom, we don't know what's called freedom. Until you are incarcerated, then you know what freedom means. Freedom, when you are denied freedom, you cannot move. You cannot eat what you want to eat. You cannot express yourself. You cannot go where you want to go. Assuming I had no freedom, I wouldn't be here. Traveling all the way from the United States of Nigeria to Frankfurt and crossing the Atlantic Ocean and coming to the United States of America is because I have what? Freedom. Somebody says freedom. If I don't have freedom, I wouldn't be here. If you don't have freedom, you wouldn't be here this morning. Freedom in different form. There is financial freedom. There is conjugal freedom. There is health freedom. There is social freedom. There are different freedoms we're talking about. But the Bible says Jesus Christ is the freedom giver. Like what he did to this woman. This woman was incapacitated. She was afflicted with a spirit of infirmity for 18 years, not 80 seconds, not minutes, not weeks, not months, years. A child that is 18 years should be in college by now. 18 years. But that woman was in that condition. You know what? The enemy, the so-called religious men, and that's why I said there's also religious bondage too. The religious men were angry. He said, why should Jesus heal this woman on the Sabbath day? Do we do bad on Sabbath day? Do we do evil on Sabbath day? The Bible said they were angry. They were furious. They said, why should it should be healed on the Sabbath day? But thank God Jesus brought healing to her. Today healing is coming your way. I don't know what, can, what you're going through. But Jesus will see you through. I don't know the body you are carrying. He said in, in Matthew, he said, come unto me. All, without exception. Regardless of your class. Regardless of your background. Regardless of your resources. He said, come to me. And I will do what? Give you rest. He's the rest giver. And so, freedom is something many of us, we don't know. We feel there are people who cannot read the Bible today. You go to some of these communist countries. You can read Bible. You go to the Muslim country, you go to Saudi Arabia, you can't even carry your Bible. But you are here this morning with your Bible. You are here this morning worshiping God and praising Him. There are some that are denied that freedom. But this day, I don't know. Yours may not be religious freedom. It could be physical freedom. It could be emotional freedom. It could be social freedom. But I'm here to announce to you, the freedom giver is here to give you freedom. I said he's here to give you freedom. And the freedom is free. It's free. He's not going to ask you to pay for it. And if the Lord were to demand for money, I wouldn't be here. About 50 years ago, he found me. I didn't find him. He found me and gave me life. Often time I tell people, I say, if not for Christ, by now I would have been a dead man. Because I was living on a very fast lane. Until Jesus arrested me. And put the Holy Ghost in me. And since then I refused to go back. I refused to retreat. I decided to follow Jesus. And for this many years now, about 50 years, the Lord has been so good to me. It pays to serve Jesus Christ because he's a life giver. It pays to serve him. He's a transformer. 
It pays to serve him. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he becomes a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, not some of them. He said, A-double-L, all things become new. And I'm glad that you are here this morning. But if you are here this morning, you don't know Jesus. You can have Jesus Christ. And your life will never be the same again. Freedom in every area. God Almighty, in Genesis chapter number 1, verse 28, gave us that freedom. He said we should have dominion. He said we should subdue everything. Man was given that freedom. And that is why you shouldn't allow the devil to deny you of your freedom. In the very beginning, God gave freedom to you. He said have dominion. Dominion is to be in charge. He said subdue. He said everything I created. The birds. The lions. The elephants. The giraffes. The monkeys. The eagles. Everything. He said have dominion. And do you know God gave you dominion? Do you know God gave you right? Therefore, make sure you maintain that right. And that is why as a child of God, you should be proud that you are a child of the almighty God. Freedom is what you are to live in. Don't live in bondage. Don't live in lack. Because the Lord has given you what? Freedom. It is made clear in his word. God made it abundantly clear that I've given you the right. But today many of us are living in bondage. And that is what I'm going to share with you in a few moments. I'm going to give you some few points that you know that you have the right to live that life of freedom. That you don't need to be in bondage because the Lord has set you free. Are you living in captivity? If you are living in captivity, then you need freedom. You say, what kind of captivity? I'm not in prison. But my friend, you may be in your home, but you are in captive. You are in bondage. You could be in bondage to some of these things. In Psalm 126 verse 1, the Bible was saying that when God turned around again the captivity of Zion, God is the only one that can turn around your captivity. Captivity is a state where you are incapacitated. A state where you cannot function the way you want to function. Ill health can put in captivity. I remember some years ago, I was in a state here. There was a woman, I was in Florida. She was bedridden for, she was in life support for about 15 years. And the case went to court. Even the then Pope, was it Pope John? They were involved. The husband said they should remove the life support. The parents said no. And the Pope said, yes, they shouldn't remove it. For 15 years she was there. That is captivity. That is incapacitation in that position. And you know what? The husband has carried on with his life and he married another woman. Well, they took the case to court and the man won and they removed the life support. That was in Florida. Now, for you to be bedridden for 15 years, just there in a state of helplessness and hopelessness, is a terrible thing. But Jesus Christ is the only one that can set free from that situation. That woman that was in that state for 18 years, the Lord came her way and gave her freedom. 
and told her, woman, thou art loose. And I'm here to announce to you this morning, whatever you bondage that the enemy has placed on you, I say in the name of Jesus Christ, thou art loose from the shackles and the paths of the enemy. If you believe that, I want to hear it loud. Amen. Be loose. Jesus Christ, the one that can give freedom. Freedom from the affliction of the enemy. Number two, B. Are you in bondage of oppression? Are you being oppressed? Oppression could be in different forms. It could be human oppression. Maybe in your place of work. You are denied your right. Even when you work, you are not given your right remuneration. That is oppression. It could be in your family. It could be in your neighborhood. People oppress you. You are not given the freedom you need. But the Bible says you need freedom to set you free from the oppressor. If you read Acts chapter number 8 verse 38, the Bible says, How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who went about doing good, and healing those that were what? Oppressed of the devil. Because God was with him. You know what? The devil is an oppressor. He oppresses you. He afflicts. He doesn't want to eat life in abundance. And that's why the Bible says he came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus said, I am come to do what? Give you what? Life. What kind of life? Life in abundance. Freedom. Life in abundance. Man may not give you that life. Man want to take from you. Man want to deny you. But Jesus, he said he went about. Are you doing that as a child of God? If you know Jesus, you are to do like Jesus Christ. Who went about? About doing what? Good. Doing good. Doing good. How many of us do good today? There are a lot of evil men out there. They want to do evil. They want to hurt you. But Jesus, when you become a child of God, what do you do? You do good. You do what? Good. Not bad. You do good. Because good is of God. The Bible says every good and perfect gifts are from who? From God. James, they are from God. The devil gives evil. Number three, are you in bondage? If you are in bondage, you need freedom because you need to be set free, unbound from your shackles. In Luke, John chapter number 11, verse number 43 through 44, the Bible says, For four days, Lazarus was already dead. And it was bound. When you are bound, you can't do anything. When you are bound, you can't move. When you are bound, you can't live a life of freedom. When you are bound, you can't assess things you want to assess. If I were to be bound now, I wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be here. But when you have liberty, you can do all things. And so the Bible says, Jesus Christ, when he got there, he said, roll away the stone. Whatever stone the enemy has used to block your way, today, in the name of Jesus, they are rolled away. And the Bible says, he shouted with a loud voice and said, Lazarus, come forth. Somebody hearing me this morning is coming forth. I don't know where the enemy has placed you. I don't know where society has pushed you. Oftentimes, some of the places we find ourselves have to do with the enemy's activities or the society too. And Jesus shouted with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus came forth and said, Lose him and let him go. 
Somebody is being loosed today. Loosed from shackles of the enemy. Because bondage belongs to the enemy. But freedom belongs to God. It's a losing and let him go. Who can do that? Jesus. Because he's a life giver. He said, I came to give life. What kind of life? Super abundant life. That is what he gave to me. I am talking about me, this little boy. The Lord gave this little boy life about 50 years ago. And you know what? Ever since then, it has been great. I've been enjoying this life. I've been enjoying this health. I tell you, I say, look, since I came to planet Earth, I've never slept in the hospital one day. I've never got a drip into my body one day. Jesus has been faithful, keeping me and strengthening me. I tell him, I'm a little boy, because I have a big daddy over there who cares for me, who loves me, and provides for me. And so, if you are here this morning, if any form of bondage you find yourself, you are loose in Jesus' name. Number four, are you in bondage of sin? Sin kills, sin destroys, sin can incapacitate you, sin can cut your life short. You say, Pastor, is that true? The answer is yes. If you live a life of armed robbery, you will die short. They will kill you because you're not going to live long. I see a lot of young people today, they just die because they live bad lives, some into drugs, and they don't live long. Hmm? That is sin. Sin can destroy. And the Bible says that wages of sin is what? Death. But the gift of God is what? Life. So if you are in bondage of to sin, there is freedom from the freedom giver. He gives you freedom from sin, set you free. Romans chapter number 6, verse 22 to 23. You can write it down because of time. And then Matthew chapter number 1, verse 21. Matthew 1, 21 says, the Bible says, Thou shalt call him Jesus, for he shall set his people free from what? Sin. Sin can kill. Sin can destroy. And so, but Jesus has come to set free. Romans 6, 2, 22 to 23, you can write it down. Number five, are you in bondage of poverty? Jesus sets free. You need freedom. He can give you freedom from that bondage. He can empower you to make wealth. If you read Deuteronomy chapter number 8, verse number 18 said, He's the one that gives you power to do what? To make wealth. It's Jesus. And if you read 2 Corinthians chapter number 8, verse 9, the Bible says, He became poor that you and I might be rich. Are you with me? Jesus became what? Poor. If I were to be poor, if I don't have food to eat, I would be here. It cost me a lot of money to fly all the way to be here because Jesus gave me money. And so, it is the will of God for you to have resources to take off your family, to take off your kids, send them to school, live in good homes. And so, if the enemy has afflicted you, you can be liberated. The Bible says, when you sow seed, he said, I will open the windows of heaven and pour your blessing. And in the Job, he said, he said, if we obey him and serve him, he said, we will spend our years in prosperity and our days in what? In pleasure. That is God. So, you don't serve God and fail. You don't serve God and regret. 
You don't serve God and be disgraced. You don't serve God and go empty-handed. When you serve God, he blesses you. The Bible says in Genesis 26 that Isaac planted. There was famine. There was, there was recession. But the Lord said, don't go to Egypt. You know, for time when they say a lot of people want to relocate. I'm going. I don't want to be here. But the Lord says, stay here. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to prosper you. And the Bible says that Isaac sold the same year. He reaped and reaped and reaped. He became great and prosper and became what? Prosperous. Why? Because he believed God. Why? Because he trusted God. And that's what the Bible says in Proverbs. said, lean not to your own understanding. But he said, in all your ways, do what? Acknowledge God and he will what? Direct your paths. And the Bible says that the steps of the righteous, they are what? Ordered by God. God orders your steps. You want to step here for saying, no, don't go there. Don't go there, boy. He orders your steps so that you don't fall. God orders your steps. But before God can order your steps, you need to acknowledge him and live for him. You can only benefit from him when you live for him. That's number what? Number, number five. Is that number five? Number six. Fear. Are you in bondage of fear? A lot of people live in fear. Fear of witches and wizards, fear of demons, fear of a lot of things. But you don't need to fear. Jesus said, I give you power over them. So when you live in fear, you are not a child of God. A child of God shouldn't live in what? In fear. You need a life giver to give you life. said, you have not been given. In Luke chapter number 17, verse 5. The Bible says we shouldn't live in fear. And 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. The Bible said God has not given us the spirit of what? Of fear. But of, of what? Of power. And of what? Of a sound mind. You have the greater one inside of you. When the devil come around to mess with you, put him to where he belongs to. A lot of people fear. I remember a friend of mine in, in Memphis, Tennessee. I've invited him several times to come to, to Nigeria. He said, man, say, how long does it take to fly? I said, well, to, from Nigeria, from, from, from Lagos to, to, to Atlanta, it's about 12 hours. He said, man, I can't fly that. You may be in the air for 12 hours. He said, man, it's scary, man. He said, scary, it's afraid. You know, a lot of people, they don't like to fly. They don't like to fly. They would prefer to go by road. But... The fear is of the devil. Faith is of God. The opposite of fear is what? Faith. And so you should have faith in God. If God says it is possible, it is what? Possible. You can have what you have in the name of Jesus Christ. And so when you live in fear, the fear of tomorrow, fear of the future, you shouldn't live in that fear. You shouldn't live in that fear. Just believe God. You know the Bible said, now Luke said, that they came to the Lord Jesus, the disciples said, Father, Lord, increase our faith. When you begin to read the word of God, the Bible says in Romans 10, 17, faith comes by what? Hearing. And hearing. And 
hearing. And what? Hearing again and again. A lot of folks, they only read their Bible only once on Sunday. From Monday to Saturday, they don't read the Bible. But when they're coming to church on Sunday, they carry their Bible. And even when they say, open the Bible, they don't open the Bible. Now, the word, David said, the word have I hid in my heart that I will not fail. The word of God gives you boldness. The word of God gives you power. When the devil comes around to mess with you, what do you say? It is written. When the devil came to tempt the Lord Jesus, what did he use? The word of God. He came around and said, you are a child of God. You are hungry. Turn this stone to bread. And Jesus said, it is written. Man shall not live by bread alone. Let me tell you, you can't give what you don't have. If you are empty, the devil will mess you up. When he comes around and you have nothing to say, he tells you it is good. Say, well, I'm sure it's good. It was because Eve failed to understand the word of God. She yielded. He came and said, Eve said, yes. Did God say, should you eat any of this? He said, no, no, no. God didn't say that. I said, that one. Uh-huh. You know, the devil is a deceiver. He's a liar. He cheats. He's a defrauder. He's a fraud. If you don't know the word of God, and the devil took the Lord Jesus Christ to the pinnacle, he said, look, just jump down. And the Lord will send his angels to take charge of you. He was quoting the scripture too. The devil knows the Bible too. That is why you must know the Bible too. And Jesus said, it is written. He didn't say, do you know I'm the son of God? No, he didn't He said, it is written. The word of God. Somebody say the word of God. One more time. One more time. Use the word of God against him. And Jesus said, it is written. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. It's written. And then the devil said, okay. Took it to the highest mountain. He said, look at the whole world. I'll give to you. New York. Chicago, Paris, Tokyo, Germany, Berlin, London. I will give to you. Just say good morning, sir. And Jesus looked at him again. He didn't say, do you know I'm the one that created everything? No. A lot of people both said, do you know who I am? No, you are nobody. But you know what he did? And Jesus said, it is written. Thou shalt not worship any other God. Only the Lord thy God shall thou Worship. Many worship money. Many worship power. Many worship wealth. Many worship fame. But those things are not to be worshipped. Worship the Lord thy God. Are you in fear? Today, let fear live your life. Because the fear did not come from God. It came from who? The devil. Don't be afraid. Many fear. They always see negative things. When you live in fear, you see negative things. You will always see failure. You will always see impossibility like the ten spies that went to spy the land of Jericho. They came back. What did you say? Well, hmm, the land, there are, lot, there are giants there. The land eats of the people. We, could, we were like grasshoppers. Only two, Caleb and Joshua, say, look, we are able. Because they had faith. They didn't see giants there. Even where there are giants there, the Lord has said, I've given you what? 
the land. They possess the land. And so do you live in fear? When you fear, you are intimidated by others. When you live in fear, you look down on yourself. You have a complex, inferiority complex, low esteem, self-esteem. That is fear. I cannot do it. Let me tell you one story. A brother was to go for an interview in my church many years ago. And when he got there, he saw a lot of people. Some came with cars, beautiful flashy cars for the interview. And the, the paper said, you must have a first degree and a second degree. And he had one. And you must have five years experience. And he had none. And when he got there, he saw a lot of people, a lot of people with flashy cars, with beautiful suits, and he had only one trouser and one shirt. He just graduated. He had nothing. And the devil told him, you better go home. This place doesn't belong to you. You are not qualified to be here. My friend, the devil is not the one to qualify you. You have been qualified by God. And if God qualifies you, you are qualified. And if God says it's yours, it is yours. And you can have what you want to have. Can I hear someone say amen? And this brother went for the interview. And he said, look at, look at what you're putting on. You don't have fine shoes, only one shirt. You don't have a second degree or just one degree. You don't have five years experience. Well, he went in for the interview. And he left. He looked for a bus to go back home. Others went into their cars. Big, big men, children, they came for the interview. One month, two months later, he got a letter inviting him to come back. Not shell, he got a job. <laughs> if God qualifies you, you are qualified. Men may try to disqualify you. It's God that has the final say. If God says it's yours, it's yours. If God says yes, it means yes. Don't be intimidated. And so fear is not of God. For fear is of the devil. You need freedom. The freedom giver to make available to you freedom in all areas of your life and in the voice. Jesus is the great and indisputable freedom giver. John chapter number 8, 36. I will rest my case at this junction. John chapter number 8, 36. Can someone read for us please? John 8, 36. Jesus Christ is the giver of freedom. Jesus Christ is the giver of life. Yes. Can someone read it for us? Anybody? I want just one person to read it audibly. One person, not all of us. One person. Yes. If the son, therefore, the son, take note, not the president, not the pastor, not your father, not your mother, but who? The son. Yes? Wow. If the son makes you free, you are what? Free indeed. I say to you this morning, you are free. Free from your fear. Free from your disease. Free from your affliction. Free from your limitation. Whatever the enemy has put upon you, you are free from it in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord has set you free that you may live a life of freedom, that you may live a life of joy, that you may live a life of peace, that you may live a life of progress and advancement. In your academics, you be the head and not the tail. You be above and not below. You be the best of the best. It's all like Daniel, Shida, Mission, Abednego. For three years, they had a course. They studied science, language. They did many things. And after three years, 
They were brought before the king. The Bible says they were ten times better. How many times? Ten times better. The rest that were eating and drinking, the Bible said they refused to eat and drink. You know, a lot of people destroy themselves with what they take in. You are what you eat. And they consume those things. But for Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, and Daniel, they refused to defy themselves. And they remained faithful. At the end of three years of their studies, they came out the best. And if you are here today, be focused. Don't allow the world to distract you. Remain focused in your academics. Remain focused in whatever you are doing. You will come out successful. You will come out blessed. You will come out great. You will come out ahead and not the tail. You come out ahead and not behind. You come out above and not below. And this morning I prophesy upon you that the life giver is here to give you life in every area. The life giver is here to make you succeed in all your endeavors. The life giver is here to give life to your children. Are you going through challenges with your children? The life giver. All you need to do, ask him to intervene. He can turn your children around. The devil cannot take them from you. God gave them to you. The devil cannot destroy them. The Lord gave them to you. They don't belong to the devil. They belong to you. Therefore, call upon the life giver and he will give life to them. Jesus said, I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. I want to pray with you this morning. That the life giver will step into your situation. I want to pray with you this morning. If you are here, you don't know Jesus Christ. You can accept him today. I did almost 50 years ago. And since then, my life has never been the same again. You are here this morning. You say, well, pastor, I go to church. I don't know. Well, are you sure I need Jesus? The answer is yes, you need him. He can set you free. So how many of you want to give your life to Jesus Christ? You say, man of God, I don't know Jesus, but I want to know him. I want to give my life to him. The Bible says in John 1, 12, but as many that received him, to then give him power to become son. Is there anyone that want to do that this morning? I will pray with you. I will pray with you. Nobody? Anyone? Nobody. Give the Lord a hand, please. Hallelujah. But if you are here this morning, you say, man of God, I want you to pray with me. The text you read from talks about a woman with each with infirmity for 18 years. I've been in this condition for some time now. The doctors have not been able to solve my problem. But Jesus Christ is the doctor of doctors. He's the surgeon of surgeons. He's the gynecologist of gynecologists. He knows everything. He can fix it for you. He's all of mine. The rest of the pastor for 25, about 24 years, they were married, no issue. But today they have three. The last one they had was twins. After many years of marriage, God can fix anything. I don't know what you're going through. Your case is not impossible. With God, all things are possible. Is there anyone that wants me to pray with you? You have need in your family, in your business, maybe in your marriage, maybe it has to do with your children. Stand up, I will pray with you and ask God to step. Is anyone? Yes. Please step out here right away. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I trust in you. I trust in you. I depend. I depend on you. You are my teacher. You are my teacher and my helper and my helper. Holy Spirit, 
Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God. Sing it with me. Come on now. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I trust in you. I trust in you. I depend on you. You are my teacher. You are my teacher and my helper. And my helper. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God. The Spirit of God. Can you sing it? Can you sing it? Can you go ahead with it? Holy Spirit. Yes. Mighty Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God. Now listen to me, listen to me. You know what brought you here. Is there anyone I have not touched his or her hands? Alright, please, where is it? All? If I haven't touched your hand, I want to pray with you. Spirit, 
The Spirit of God. Now listen to me. You know what you're going to do? You're going to use your own mouth to tell God. Tell Him where you are hurting. Tell Him what you want Him to do for you. The Word of God says, Ask, and it shall be given to you. Ask Him today. He said, When we ask by faith, we will receive answer. Do that in a moment, and I'm going to pray with you. Tell Him what you want Him to do. Is He healing? Tell Him you need healing. Is He blessing of the womb? Tell Him. You need a life partner. Tell Him whatever you want. Are you going through challenges in your marriage? Tell Him. He can fix it for you. Hallelujah. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Begin to lose, begin to lose, begin to set free, begin to set free. Let there be telling testimony, let there be liberty, let there be freedom now. Ayakata. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Round up your prayers. I want to pray with you. And if you have ailment in your body, lay your hands on where you have it. It could be in your chest, in your head, wherever. Your leg, from the crown of your head. If you don't know where to lay your hands, just lay your hands on your head. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. I trust in you. And my Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, Father, Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name that is above all names. I am here just a vessel. Behold your sons and daughters before your altar. They have come to you, not to me. They have presented their request, not to me. Father, I pray today that today, Lord, the 18th day of March 2018, begin to step into their situation. They begin to face their problems, spiritual problems, physical problems. Mental problem, health problem, conjugal problem, financial problems, business problem, whatever be their needs, I pronounce victory today. Be free and be loose in the name of Jesus Christ. Be set free from the shackles of the enemy. Lord, make them to testify. Make them to testify. Make them to testify. Those sick in their bodies, I say be made whole. 
Those having impediment, I say be set free. Those having afflictions, I say be made whole. Be loose now. 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 In the name of Jesus. They step free from the shackles of the enemy. Satan, you don't have a hand in this life. Whatever you are holding to, I say get loose. Whatever you are holding to, I say give up. Be made whole. Be made whole. Those going through challenges in their relationship, in their marriage, those waiting upon you today, I say receive miracles now. In the name of Jesus Christ. For if the Son shall set you free, you are free. You are free. You are free. You are healed. You are delivered. You are blessed. You are made whole. You are delivered. Heavenly Father, Lord, I bring before you, Lord, this young child. I cause a release. 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 Be made whole in the name of Jesus. Be made whole in the name of Jesus. Be made whole in the name of Jesus. Be made whole. Every organ, every cell, I say receive life now in the name of Jesus Christ. Be made whole in the name of Jesus Christ. Holy Ghost, I thank you Lord for your sons and daughters. That these ones will testify. Lord, they will testify. Loving Father, they will testify. Wipe away their tears. Wipe away their tears. Let them have testimony. Whatever the enemy has done to hurt them, they are restored. 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 In the name of Jesus Christ. I want to hear loud and loud. Amen. Give him praise in the house. Give him praise in the house. Give him praise in the house. Lord, we bless you, Holy Lord, we glorify your Holy God. Lord, we adore your Holy Mother. Thank you, Father Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Now listen to me. The Lord has made you whole. You claim your victory and liberty. If the Son set you free, you are free. It's over. Somebody say it's over. Somebody say it's over. Holy now. Holy now. You can go back to your seat. Prayerfully. Faithfully every day, holding on, holding on, holding on, holding on, prayerfully, faithfully every day, holding on, holding on, holding on, prayerfully, faithfully. Every day, I know, I know, everything's gonna be alright. Come on out. I know, everything's gonna be well with me. I know, I know, everything's gonna be alright. Come on out. I know. Holy now, holy, I am holy now, holy now, 
prayerfully, prayerfully, faithfully every day. Holding on, oh, oh, prayerfully, prayerfully, faithfully. I know, I know. Be alright. I know, I know, everything's gonna be well with me. I know, I know, everything's gonna be alright. I know, everything's gonna be well with me. I know everything is going to be all right. Somebody say I'm a winner. Somebody say I'm an achiever. I'm an achiever. I am prosperous. It is well with me. Come on, give the Lord a praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen.